three quarters of an hour from now, uh, there will be a kickoff of the Irish rugby team's fourth and final group game for the World Cup in Japan. We will be playing Samoa. Now, I'll be bringing updates on the game as it goes along, but for a bit of a preview note now, I'm joined in studio by Ono Naxton, Director of Heenan PR and Rugby Analyst with TG Kahar. And also on the line from Japan, we have Blair Horan, who is the former General Secretary of the CPSU, but for our purposes today, he's a tourist in Fukuoka uh, on the Japanese island of Kyushu. Blair, let's see if this uh, phone line will work. How are you? And a proper Irish question, what's the weather like? Oh, good morning, Marion, and greetings from Fukuoka. It's quite, uh, it's quite a little bit of a breeze, Marion, but it's much cooler than we've had up to now. We've been here two weeks, temperature of 25 to 30 degrees. It was 22 earlier today, but still a bit windy, but it's quite cool now and not much humidity. So I think very different conditions than the three matches they've played in uh, so far, thankfully. And also, great atmosphere, Marion. Everyone looking forward to it. The Irish are certainly here in force. Are they? I mean, absolutely. I mean, this ain't cheap. I wouldn't think supporting your team. Yeah, it's not. And 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 uh, you know, we were in the fan zone today beside the main station, Fukuoka. And I mean, it's young and the not so young like myself, but a lot of young people mixed uh, between male and female. Uh, we met a lot of guys that come from Melbourne today. Now, they only paid four hundred euro to get up from Melbourne, which All is, right, yeah. I think, the distance is greater, greater than. Uh, uh, greater than uh, from Europe, you know. So, uh, no, it's not cheap, Mary. Now, having said that, the pint of beer of Heineken here is the same as in the Aviva, you know. Now, look, you'll pay more You'll pay more than that as well in different other places, and certainly hotels can be expensive in terms of uh, food and drink, you know. Right. But, no, fantastic atmosphere, Marion. Everyone looking forward to it. And how are the Japanese folk dealing with the, the Green Army, so to speak? Oh, they're, they're, uh, they're a very, very pleasant and very welcoming people. I have to say... Uh, the country is a revelation in terms of thinking that, uh, you know, you might have difficulty with language or, you know, the Latin alphabet is quite common in terms of rail and uh, uh, motorway and uh, quite a bit of more English than I actually expected. So, no, very welcoming, very, very uh, pleasant and welcoming race, uh, I have to say. So everybody is absolutely thoroughly enjoying it that's here. OK, and very importantly, I'll come back to you in a second. You have tickets for the two quarterfinals. So you would be described as a wealthy person uh, in the eyes of many. Let me come back to studio here. On, in many ways, it is so bizarre what is going on over there. And, and particularly for Japan, I would have thought that Japan would have plan A, B, C, D, right the way to Z. Well, in fairness to the Japanese, I don't think it is the Japanese that is running the tournament. They're hosting the tournament, but there's the rug- World Rugby is running the tournament. And mm. it's they that don't seem to have the plan A, B, C or D. And there doesn't seem to be a plan B, which is the big problem. And I'm sure we'll come to that later on. But uh, it's it's risking turning this tournament into a bit of a farce. We have two matches cancelled. Clarify for our listeners now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, England 
and France were to play, but because of typhoons, that match was cancelled on safety grounds. And the rules say once the match is cancelled, it, it's a zero-zero game, and you get as if it was a zero-zero draw, and you get two points each, and you go through. That's very frustrating. It is hugely frustrating. But if we bear with it for a okay, minute, so okay. that was France and England. Both of those um, came in as kind of favourites. England stronger favourites than France. They're gone through. Then uh, New Zealand, who which would have been that number one favourites yeah. in the world they're also gone through uh, they were to play Italy and in f- with respect to the Italian team uh, even if they had won that game they weren't going to go through and the likelihood of winning the game was really very very slim yeah however but. however players would want to be playing at the tournament fans like Blair has said it is not cheap for Italians or anyone to go to that side of the world yeah and then the match is cancelled and no effort at uh, rearranging the match 24 hours later, rearranging it somewhere else because while there's matches being cancelled for this morning, the England-France game was cancelled, uh, I think 1,500 kilometres south of there, the Ireland game is taking place in about half an hour's time. Yeah. So there are possibilities, one would think, in Japan. One and would think. think. You would and, think. And now where, now where the rubber hits the road. There, so now we have... That's three teams that have gone through to a semi-final, a quarter-final, without having played a fourth game. Huge advantage, because then, for example, if we go through to play the All Blacks, which looks likely at this stage, they will have nearly 14 days off, where we will only have six. And they're not in their fourth game. They haven't been risking injury to play, which we will be risking today. Tomorrow or today, today, as we go into the game. Yeah, Yeah, because Blair took the view, sorry, Blair, I don't want to put words into your mouth, that um, it might be a disadvantage for New Zealand because they haven't had game time. Well, yeah, but uh, I mean, look, Marion, uh, you know, in, in time, we met people today, uh, lads who've only tickets for what might be the wrong quarter final because they assumed we were going to win it. We went out in a package, so generally, if you go in a package, Hedged you your get bets. tickets for four quarter finals, <laughs> you know, yeah, to make very sure wise, that yeah. you don't miss the Ireland one, you know? Yeah. But no, I mean, look, I mean, my take on it, Marion, is I wouldn't be as critical of what's happened so far. I mean, we're on the same latitude as South Carolina or Morocco, you know, so it's it's a very different environment for playing rugby. Uh, I, I think if you look back to four years ago, I mean, I was in Cardiff when we beat France, but, but the cost of beating France in terms of injuries was so horrendous. I think we were we were, we were stumped by the time the quarterfinal came along, you know? Yeah. So, look, I'm not worried. I mean, you know, if we get to a quarterfinal and hopefully we can beat Samoa, which we should, but fingers crossed, you don't want to be too presumptuous. Yes, certainly uh, don't. No, and whether it's uh, South Africa or New Zealand, two very strong teams. But on our very best day, we can beat either. But uh, where the rubber hits the road here now is not to do with the All Blacks game. It's not to do with the England and the France game. It is to do with the game tomorrow between Scotland and Japan. Because mm. if, it's a, yeah, if those ga- game is cancelled... Uh, Scotland goes home. It's as simple as that. They go yeah. home to they, Scotland. They go home. They're out of the tournament. They don't qualify yeah. to go through. Uh, we met. We, we met a few Scots last night. Uh, in fact, Scots and Irish going together on a, on a camper van. Uh, didn't realise with an eighty-kilometer uh, speed limit on the motorways here, it'll take them not long to get around. But the Scots are very disappointed about potentially going home. Yeah. You know, in terms of uh, whereas I, if they know. played, whereas if they played, I believe Scotland could could beat Japan now. I thought we'd, Ireland would beat Japan. Let's yeah. be clear about that. Yeah. And well, then they'll at, go at through. Least, at least at least they know what to expect, whereas maybe we didn't entirely. Yeah. 
And exactly. And Scotland have improved through the tournament of where course. we have disimproved. Uh, and, and all of those. So, so I think it is very different for the game tomorrow to be postponed uh, as to the other yeah. games that have been postponed. So we yeah, really don't know our own fate yeah. <clears throat> until well, after tomorrow. The conditions under which Scotland played Russia and bet them by a bigger margin than us were very different. I mean, it was very humid with a closed roof when we played Russia. You know? so, and look, I wouldn't be too critical in terms of what's happening. And, you know, OK, we have to hope for the best. But look, they're, they're a good team and they haven't got bad odds just, just, just overnight, you know. So we need, we need Scotland to play tomorrow, at least. But we also, first and foremost, Mary, we need to play and we need to win today. And, uh, which and we need to score four tries. We do, and I suppose if yeah. you look back at it, when this tournament started, you certainly wouldn't be, you weren't planning to be in this stage today, because supposing Samoa won, and I don't believe they will win, and then supposing uh, Scotland either won tomorrow or the game was cancelled, we're this is Joe Smith's last game, and we're coming home. So that is why you're looking at nearly our best selection going to field today because we have to ensure a win today. So Joe Smith has put out nearly his first selection and the plan will be to try and win this and do the job and do it very early in the game and then bring bring in your big guns as quickly as you possibly can and put them in cotton wool before next week and pray for tomorrow. And what, yeah, what is in, just a second, let come back to, what is in our best interest tomorrow? We want Scotland. I want, well, I personally want <laughs> Scotland, uh, Scotland to win because that means we will be against South Africa. And I know we've beaten the All Blacks, but we've beaten the All Blacks in an autumn series. We've beaten them in Chicago. I was delighted to be at those two wonderful occasions. But the All Blacks in a, World All Cup, Blacks. in a World Cup tournament, it's very different to playing them in November and they're on tour having a good time around the world. So it's a very, very different game. So I think, well, as we want to go as far as we can in the competition, I think in order to do that, best avoid the All Blacks until the last possible moment, I would think. And also, we also know we can actually, on our day, we can deal with the South Africans. So if I had a choice between the two, next Saturday or next weekend, who do you play? I would say, let's go for the uh, South, South Africans, Africans rather than the All Blacks. What would you say, Blair? Uh, yeah, I mean, the South Africans would be probably better uh, in terms of uh, potential to beat them. There's no doubt about that. Well, it's important to say, Marion, I mean, I've, I've been here for two weeks. I mean, the fans are in no way downbeat, despite the loss to, uh, to uh, Japan, you know. Uh, you know, they're very, very, they're not cocky in any sense, but uh, everyone is enjoying it. It's a lovely country to visit. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully things will go well. But, look, that's the chance you take when you come here somewhere like this. Absolutely. You know, after, and as like, they say in another language, you're playing senior hurling now. So uh, you have to take what comes comes in your direction. Blair, thanks a million for that. Just before you go, and listen, enjoy, enjoy. Um, w- w- currently, just for our audience, the Japan is on 14 points, Ireland is on 11 points, Scotland is on 10 points, Samoa is on 5 points. Samoa is going home irregardless this evening so that, so, but like any good player professional player you know and they come there with a bit of a chip they always felt that they're the poor relation in the southern hemisphere and all that kind of, they don't yeah. get the levels of support a bit like us so, so they're, yeah exactly and so, but they're full of pride full of passion but they are tough strong players and they 
tend to hurt teams, both physically and sometimes oh, on the scoreboard. We played them six times, but they've beaten us once. Um, so all the records are in our favour coming into this game. I believe we will win this game. I believe we will win it comprehensively in the end. I'm hoping that we can... That, comprehensive win can be early in the game so then that we can tactically bring players ashore and then give other players that need a run yeah. a run before next week's match depending on who that match is against so I'm expecting a very physical encounter but I'm expecting an Irish win God, it must be a dreadful thing to be a wife or a mother or a sister of those. It's like putting them out into the Coliseum. In or, some or, or a fan, worried yeah. about, worried about. <laughs> and by the way, if just a few little things about this game today. Sexton and Murray start to share, they equal the record of that famous partnership, O'Gara and Stringer, 55 yeah. times starting together today. So right. if, if both of them come through it unscathed, I'm sure they'll surpass it next weekend. Well, that be fantastic. Listen, thank you very much and I know we'll be talking to you later on so there's no need for anybody to switch over their radios now because we'll keep them up uh, to date on everything on this channel but I have to say it is quite an extraordinary day for sports fans today because we've been talking about the rugby at 2 o'clock we have our football Euro 2020 qualifier, Ireland against Georgia from Tbilisi where Mick McCarthy will be hoping for a decisive win before the team meets Switzerland on Tuesday. There'll be full coverage on Saturday Sport on RT Radio 1 and on RTE2 television. For GAA fans, the Dublin Football Championship quarterfinals are on this afternoon, broadcast on RT2 television, and later on this afternoon in Stuttgart, the Irish gymnast Rhys McLenaghan goes for gold in the World Championships on the pommel horse. Now, we've not had a whole heap of experience of this particular uh, sport. He's the first Irish gymnast to reach a World Championship final. And you can see that on BBC Two from 4.30. And after you've participated in all that sport, you'll feel as fit as a fiddle. Listen, I'll talk to you later on and we'll take a break. Podcast The Marion Finucane Show at rte.ie slash radio.